Hey everybody, Craig from Yes Have Some Podcast here. Thank you so much for joining us for the episode today. Did you know that this episode is actually also available on YouTube? That's right, you could be watching us, not just listening to us, every single week, whether it's YHS Podcast or even Ghostbusters Radio Live or anything we do here in the world of YHS, you can see it on YouTube. All you gotta do is go to our YouTube channel and subscribe at YHS Podcast. All right, let's get on to this episode. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. A little live presentation for you tonight. We hope everybody's having a great day. My name is Craig Goldberg. Welcome to the show. We are live streaming on YouTube today. We don't always or very rarely live stream our regular YHS episodes, but we're trying something new and we appreciate you guys hanging out, even though it was a last minute deal. Uh, My name is Craig Goldberg. As I said, we're going to have some fun tonight. We got a lot to cover. Jacob Walsh. What's up, man? Hey, I like our intro. You like that, right? Yeah. Sounds like the BBC News. I want to see it again. I like it. You want to play it again? Yeah, play it again. Encore. Um, and uh, for those of you just joining, for those of you joining, we're, we're doing thinking, the intro twice. We're thinking about Every playing the intro that, again. Because we, we like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, proud. Of- you should be. You should be. Um, so, yeah, we there's a lot going on this week. We're going to be talking about the brand new A24 movie, Talk to Me, which is just releasing uh, this weekend. Getting a lot of buzz, a lot of hype. We've seen it. We'll, we'll kind of table that till I think maybe the back half of the episode because, um, yeah, we'll get into some spoilers. We'll get spoilers. Some spoilers. Jesus Christ. Did you just hear that? No. What happened? Is there a bug? There's like crazy thunder. It's crazy and thunder and lightning. It's like oh. yeah. intense heat in Atlanta that's igniting yeah. thunder. Um, hey, Jake, let me ask you this. And this is, yeah. you know, podcast protocol to do this live on the air. Is your audio coming through your microphone or your computer? Computer. Oh, but you're still talking into the mic. That is awesome. Oh, it's not. It's not picking up in my microphone. I, I'm not sure. I was asking because it was cutting in and yeah, out. Well, I'll. Uh, I can do a little bit of. You talk to Abby, and I'll figure that out. All right. I All mean, right. Talk to me. Should be good either way. Oh, I get it. Abigail, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I I mean, I think I'm doing okay after seeing Talk to Me. I'm I'm excited to talk about it. Um, I enjoyed going to the movie theater on a a nice calm afternoon. Uh, today's Friday, right? Today's Friday. On a nice Friday afternoon, we went to the movie theater. Uh, Craig and I are a local one, and uh, the vibes were good. And I was excited to go see this movie. We uh, I don't know if we want to go into it right now, but we had a brush with this movie while we were in uh, San Diego. And got really close to seeing it. Ended up seeing Barbie. Um, but it really messed with my head not being able to see this movie. So I was really happy to finally get in a the theater and sit down in front of it. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll definitely tell that story. Um, we got a couple things to cover, though. Um, no, there's no audio coming from your microphone. Um, so if you have to go through the computer, it's not a big deal. Um, no worries. Uh, we hope you guys are enjoying yourselves and having a great. Uh, what about now? Oh, there it is. Wow. All right, let's do the intro again. Okay, let's play the intro. I'm smart. Jacob's smart. You are. Um, 
I was acknowledged. Jacob, you're back. You got the Godzilla Kaiju background today, and it looks fantastic. Switched it around, yeah. Got some looks, nice lights. Yeah, it's yeah. like a different place. <laughs> looks like a whole new you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the summer of Jacob. So, anyways, um, before we get into anything, because I want to talk about it's a big movie weekend, right? Everybody has been following like Barbenheimer, which I I don't ever think that word has been said on this podcast, and I hope that's the last time. Um, <laughs> I'm hearing it out in the real world, just like being dropped. It's it's kind of part of the vernacular. I was theorizing that I think in the future, anytime two big movies come out, they're going to be like it's a total Barbenheimer situation. Yeah, do you think that's going to be a thing? I do. I, I okay. 100% think we'll be using this word. Um, I I had a real Barbenheimer back in I think uh, maybe the mid '90s when I saw Dragonheart and Twister on the same day. Wow! A dragon twist? A dragon twist? You had a dragon twist twist to the tail? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's happened before. We all know Gremlins and Ghostbusters came out on the same day. Uh, Toy Story Four and is it Four? Toy Story Four and Child's Play came out Child's on the same Play, day. I remember that. And I okay. saw them back to back. Nice. I mean, it's the same genre. If you think that about was kind of recent, I remember that. Um, yeah, a couple years ago. So what we'll do is um, we will ask you guys if you're here watching, hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, uh, this is the other YHS channel. This is where we do all of our movie podcasting and Ghostbusters content and things like that. We've got a lot of fun stuff coming up, so we appreciate you guys being here, whether you're live or listening or watching after the fact. Um, it's not just the other channel; it's the core channel. I just wanted to put that out there. Well, this is like what other three of us like started doing, God, and how the, we the internal the turmoil of having two children <laughs> and having to give them equal time. No, hey, it's look- not turmoil. This. There's no equal time. This is number one. This is number yeah. one. Toy anxiety is number two. Mm-hmm. That's how toy anxiety might be doing better, but uh, <laughs> but, but not for long. This is what we child. started with, folks. Yeah. It's like this literally. Is, I, this is my favorite. So I love Ryan. This is the, the this is the core. This is like when Deion Sanders played football and baseball. Don't okay. Nope. I'll stop. You can keep your sports over on toy. Sports is only for toy anxiety. Hey, listen. I in this house. We only talk about <laughs> horror movies, uh, fucking Ghostbusters, uh, Stephen King. Fucking Ghostbusters. No toys. Hey, listen. Um, <laughs> no I want, toys. No toys. Don't even. Pr- Jacob. There's so many toys. Jacob, will you please blur your background? Um, it's uh, offensive. Thank you. No, listen. I wanted to bring this up because it was. Uh, we have some breaking news. Uh, we we're going to talk about the Exorcist trailer too, and we yeah. should let everybody know when, when we do talk about. Talk to me like we're not going to do like a beat by beat breakdown of every scene in the movie, but we will get into some spoiler territory. So if it's something you're looking forward to seeing and don't want any uh, spoilers, just just know that it's going to happen. But um, uh, and we'll answer the question that's on the thumbnail is talk to me an instant horror classic. Hmm. Something to ponder. I'm excited. Okay, so let's get to this. Uh, We weren't going to talk about uh, much Ghostbusters stuff, but I think we have to at least acknowledge uh the late breaking news get it up on the screen here uh deadline reporting uh sony shakeups shaking up release dates for bad boys four venom three ghostbusters four craven the hunter I this doesn't even look like a real headline like <laughs> what what year are we in venom three is a thing come on uh jacob did you ever see venom two no yeah me either i don't <laughs> did i see the first one I saw something. 
I saw the. Yeah, first we saw the first one in the theater because I wanted to see if I liked it. Um, yeah, because I, I like I Tom Hardy. But mm-hmm. after seeing him in the lobster tank of a restaurant, I was done with the the <laughs> whole thing. Well, anyways, we'll we'll we'll. You know, not bury the lead. Uh, Spider Verse Two is being delayed. Uh, originally had a March uh, release date, and we have a new release date, which is not very unexpected for the uh, sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, the deadline report says it's through being finished. Uh, it's through being finished. It's finished being shot, uh, but because the actors are on strike, uh, they will need actors for things like ADR and press and reshoots and all that. So. Uh, the original December 20th release date uh, has been pushed. Now, March 29th, 2024, Easter weekend. I'm excited. I think that's a good no competition holiday weekend. First big movie of the year. Jacob, what do you think? Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, you know, it's not that big of a pushback. It's only, what, three months. So I'm, I'm fine with it. it I, I do think it would have been cool to have a Ghostbusters movie out during, you know, Christmas time when it's nice and cool out. It just would have had a nice feel to it. But uh, I don't think this is any, you know, this is not bad news. It's not, it's not, bu- Hey, how far did afterlife get pushed? Like a decade, a we decade. survive a so pandemic. Three months is like, dude, Andy. Sorry. Uh, three months in the pandemic is like blinking your eyes. It's right. Nothing. It's nothing. So. I mean, what was three months ago from now? It's July, uh, June. Three months ago, we were like, I know in, we were doing three. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. That, it feels like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we can't so. talk that. Um, <laughs> I say that the spring, it's better than February because that's like the dumping ground of movies. So I think that springtime is, is a good time to. Yeah, yeah. and there's no competition and I, I think I want Ghostbusters to have a big win a huge opening weekend I want all the kids getting out of school getting yeah. ready to get their Easter baskets or whatever happens I do like this comment from Flash he says uh, Easter release is this hinting at Jesus or Satan as the big bad what if Jesus is the villain of Jesus. Ghostbusters <laughs> yeah, I don't know I don't know, um, but I think it's cool. Abby, do you have any additional? I think we all expected a, a pushback, so yeah. I'm not too worried. No, about I'm not. This is not news. Well, I mean, it is news, but it doesn't <laughs> also, really surprise me. Yeah. It's not news. Also, isn't that your, Craig, isn't that your birthday? It's When's around birthday? Uh, the 316. Si- the 16th. 16, okay. 16, right. but but me, you know, Logan Kim, Logan Kim and myself share a birthday, so and, me, we'll, and, 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 J- and Jacob Walsh. So we'll get a we'll all get a big birthday cake at the Ghostbusters premiere. It'll be great. Oh, cool. Um, or like as Ryan Dole said, you guys are going to go no matter if the strike's happening or not, and you're going to be called yes scab some. Is what he told me. <laughs> Dude, I'll scab for Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Oh my god. Um, and then fun. do we do we care about any of these other movies? No, no, not at all, dude. Not not enough to take up space in this one hour of time that we have blocked out. <laughs> Just the hour, yes. Just the. I'm hour, not okay. talking about. I don't even like that. I'm seeing the words "the Karate Kid" right now. Get it <laughs> yeah. off my screen. I don't know what Craven well, Hunter is. Yeah. When you saw, well, they played the Craven trailer. Oh, uh, is that with like the dude and some wolves and stuff? Yeah, the dude and some wolves and stuff. <laughs> okay. Did you see that trailer when you went and saw Talk to Me, Jake? No, but I watched it online. Okay. Um, yeah. Dude, dude and wolves. Who cares? The lady sitting next to me seemed to like the dude. So that's. Well, it's. um. What's his face? Kick ass. Godzilla. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla. What's Quicksilver? Yeah. 
he's been around. He gets around. Um, okay, so that was our, our uh, late-breaking Ghostbusters update. So stay tuned for that, uh, March 29th of next year. Um, and, Jacob, we kind of talked big movie weekend. Uh, last weekend was literally the biggest movie weekend in like a decade or something like that with Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, we've well, all seen Barbie. Yeah. Yes. Um, we can, we don't have to go to, I don't, does anybody want YHS's opinion? Hey, you know what? Let's do a Patreon. I don't. Yeah. Let's do a bonus episode. YHS okay. gets real about Barbie. Okay. Yeah. That would yeah, be fun. Yeah. I'll talk about it. I'm going to, I want to see it a second time. Um, sure. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but we have talked to me that was released this weekend. And we've got Haunted Mansion, and then we've got Ninja Turtles, uh, and then the Meg, and then the Meg. So there's like a big chunk of really great films coming out, or big things yeah, we're hyped in about. the dog days of summer. Uh, Jake, are you going to see Haunted Mansion this weekend? Yeah, I'm probably going to go tomorrow or Sunday. I'm going to go check it out. Okay, um, and then I'm really dude. The the Ninja Turtles reviews are awesome. People are like, this Super movie excited. is fun. It's awesome. It's like people are saying this is the best interpretation of the Ninja Turtles that's ever happened. Um, but we also talked a little bit. We'll get into it. We'll talk to me about the the hype. How, Got how chill hype. Out with that fucking hype. Yeah. What is that? People need to chill out. I don't know. I There's only one movie I've ever seen that was hyped so much. And I usually when something's hyped, I, I usually hate it. I'm like, oh, cool. It's just this is nowhere near what people are saying like when people call a movie the best the best horror movie of the year i'm like bet it's not right, <laughs> i bet right, it isn't right um hereditary to me is the only movie that i've ever seen where i was like oh i yep i get it lived up to the hype um well i'm excited to talk about that but let's get into um are we doing a appetizer with the the exorcist trailer we got to talk about this exorcist trailer mm -hmm. all right can we watch it? No, I guess we can't, can we? Well, we're not going to watch it, but I have it up and we yes. can kind of we can okay. scroll through it to kind okay. of make, So I hope it, I'm sure everybody's seen it. Um Abigail, you didn't see it before the theater today though. No, the theater was my first time. And I told you like, hey, they're going to play the Exorcist trailer. We need to pay attention. Yeah, you had you technically hyped me up for it. I was like, "Oh, cool. I will know as soon as this trailer starts. It will be chilling and then there was multiple trailers that came on and she go she was going is this the extra like the nun too oh that movie and then awful. there's looks, a what nothing no say it it looks better than the exorcist oh none too <laughs> none too cruise control but then there was like another horror movie like another bloom house something or another i don't know but anyways um okay Jacob, let me start with you okay. give me give me a little bit where, where are you on the exorcist as a franchise as a franchise, uh, <laughs> it's it's not a, it's not the like best. That. I like that. Noise it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have the best ratio of good to bad. I think as a I think The Exorcist is um, it's either it's either the best or it's the second best horror movie of all time, and that's okay. like that's not my opinion. It just it is. It just is. Uh, but then it's got a really, really bad sequel. And then the second sequel, the third film is also really, really good. And it was close to the writer's vision. But then there's like these two prequels that are weird. There's a TV series that's fucking weird and shit. I don't know. It's like, 
as a franchise, it I think it doesn't work that great. As one film, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, you know, I believe I I, uh, <laughs> I believe that I I, I agree. I, the Exorcist is to me, it's um, I mean, it's weird when people ask me what my favorite horror movie is all of all time. I don't often say The Exorcist. I normally would say Halloween, the original, or Nightmare on Elm Street, or Scream. Um, but The Exorcist kind of exists on a plane of existence as a film that it, it is a it's an immaculately made movie it was a cultural phenomenon it is fucking scary i mean it really is a scary scary movie there's yeah. not many movies that are actually like movies can be really gross or really whatever but it is like there's very few movies i've ever seen that it's give, troubling that's it's the word troubling. you're looking yeah. for like unsettling. actually unsettling unsettling and Rosemary's Baby is a little bit like that. Do you? Agree? Yeah, but it's way tamer. Rosemary's Baby is maybe because of the time period. Um, it's Rosemary's Baby is subtle. It's, it's very so subtle. light. It's like the the lightest of all drinks or of all movies. Like it's not yeah. a it's not a heavy hitter. Yeah. But it's great and it's terrifying. And and the book like with you, you get psychologically wrapped up in being pregnant with the devil's baby. And I just I actually read the book or listened to it rather on a trip, and I loved it. But it doesn't have that. Um, it's not nearly as like deeply upsetting and visually upsetting as. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I've never seen any of the other Exorcist. Um, I've never seen Exorcist two or three. And I think our plan is to. But yeah, you're go We can go ahead and make that declaration that. Let's so do it. This, this movie comes out October. I think the 13th, which yeah. is a Friday. The nice. 13th. Very um, nice. And I am going to rewatch. I have seen The Exorcist and The Exorcist Three many times, but I'm going to rewatch all of them. I'm going to watch Part Two as hard as it is, and then I'm going to rewatch the uh, um, the the two prequels that came out. And I'm also going to watch. Uh, I forget the name, uh, but I think I was telling you about this the other day. They made there is a movie about the astronaut from the first movie, right? Which is so weird. Mm -hmm. And I and I want to see that, um, even though it's just kind of exorcist adjacent and it's just a, one character from that movie has nothing. To, I don't think it has anything to do with possession or anything, but I'm going to watch that, too. And I'm just going to rewatch everything in preparation for believer right abby where where are you on the original <laughs> the subject matter is like deeply disturbing and close to home for me a little bit so i honestly have like it's not my go-to to watch but it's one that i respect above a lot of other horror movies like it's i, I recognize the importance and like how influential and how much of a lightning in the bottle type of effect happened with that movie yeah. um and uh, but no, it's not something that I would like say I go back and like have fun watching. It's a terrifying watch for me. Um, right. It's it's very real and visceral and like. But also uh, deep in the, the bowels of YHS history, I, I believe The Exorcist and Linda Blair is a through line. Mm -hmm. I, I, I implore everybody to go into the YHS archives and find. The entire Linda Blair epic. I think we should make a documentary about about that. 
We should, yeah. <laughs> we should. Like yeah. a saga like, of Linda Blair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think it's over. I think there might be a, a legacy no, it's sequel. Just, it's just beginning. <laughs> believe her. Um, believe her. So <laughs> we so Abby, let's set the stage uh, a little bit here. Exorcist Believer is the uh the legacy sequel. It's doing the thing that all these le- I mean it's it's what Terminator Dark Fate Halloween yeah it's connected to the first it's a direct sequel to the first movie seemingly ignoring any other canon that came out but we're going back to Reagan's room basically like we're it's going a, back yeah we're gonna we're going back to the firehouse Reagan we're going has, back to uh the, uh the Stanley Hotel Reagan is like an NRA mom she's been training for the return of the demon her whole life no I'm just kidding that's I mean that might be the story but that's not what's in the trailer. <laughs> But Abby, Why did you tell me my grandfather was a payment? <laughs> Abby, walk me through the reaction to this trailer in the theater. My, I was caught off guard when I realized that the music that was kind of cutting in was the, the Exorcist piano um, sound because the first couple scenes of this trailer, I was like, oh, this is just a dumb Blumhouse movie that's going to be about two little cool. girls, and it kind of feels like. Um, it's like it, it just it showed so much for one thing. It felt goofy and silly and um, like it, it it was a kind of a bumbling around type of uh, trailer. The lightning is striking right now and I think it's Linda Blair. Um, so She's returned. If you can hear her if we cut out. But yeah, um, I thought it was I thought it was a literal like a laughable, goofy, over the top trailer. Um the person sitting next to me was literally shouted. That looks terrible after the trailer ended. Um, I was almost like offended by it. Like it just felt really stupid. Um, yeah. So exorcist believer is, uh, this is the part that breaks my heart. The team behind this movie, David Gordon green, Danny McBride. These are our guys. They righteous gemstones, is the best television on television. It is. Yeah, is it, yeah is it I, not? I completely agree. I agree. And these are very capable filmmakers. And like Jake, where where are you on the Halloween remakes that they did? Oh, they're the, they're pretty. I think they're bad. Um, <laughs> I don't like, <laughs> I don't like those either. And I I felt this same way when those came out. I was like, oh man, like I tr- I trusted these guys. I just think horror isn't their thing. Like they, maybe they love it. And and I believe, you know, when they talk about how much respect they have for it, but I just think it's not their thing as far as making it. I do not think the Halloween movies were very good. There, there was things in them that was fun, but overall I didn't like any of them. All three of them. I disliked them. Um, And I mean, I don't think any of us had a like, you know, we reviewed all three of those and uh, none of us were like in love with them. Like, you, you know, you might have liked them more than I more than I did, but none of us were like, these like are amazing. The yeah, I liked I liked the first one. I did not think it was Jake. We talked about this recently about how. How come X looks so good as a film like the visionary horror director and instead of directors who enjoy horror movies and want want badly to do their own but 
are actually better at doing comedy. I just feel like, right. I feel like there's an aesthetic that the, like the famous 1970s movies in, in horror, like exorcist, like Halloween have that. I think like this trailer, this exorcist trailer does not recapture it. Like even in like, the slightest for me. No, it feels like it feels exactly what Abby just said. It feels like a Blumhouse, nice and shiny. Like, like the Blumhouse movies have a real, real, um, what is the word? Like, none of them feel shiny like, veneer. Yeah, none of them feel real. They all, it's like, cool, look at this set we're on. It's everything's nice and lit, you know, and none of it feels like you're in the real world. It, definitely this trailer. I was like, th- the acting seems weird. Everything about it seems artificial and mm-hmm. it just doesn't give you a good feeling. Mm-hmm. By the end of the trailer, when they're showing the shots of the two girls <clears throat> looking up and like posing for the, sh- for the good photo timing, shoots, by the way. yeah, like doing their selfie series, all, those, those <laughs> moments were like just i'm like this is like kind of disrespectful to the exorcist and it just doesn't it feels like well this is modern times and also it's like they're shiny and they're they're so like um what's the like like cliche almost seeing seeing two girls with like the upside down crosses it's nothing about it subtle so i will say this there's been a lot of like exorcist and possession movies that have come out in the last 30 years and they've all tried to recapture whatever whatever the magic special sauce was that the Exorcist had, and none of them have really done it. And I was expect when the first poster came out like two weeks ago for this, which like the black and white version of what we're looking at, it was kind of yeah. cool looking. And I was like, came out oh. while we were yeah, while we were at Comic Con, yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought so. I thought so too. I was like, hey, that look. I was like, that look. At least that looks like the Exorcist to me, right? Mm-hmm. But, but now. So what the plot seems it's the two girls, two different families. Um, and who's in this movie? Leslie Odom Jr. He's from uh, Hamilton. Jennifer Nettles is in it, who is um, uh, the, the matriarch, the hologram of uh, the, the gemstone family. Okay. Yeah. So you see some crossover, um, but I, okay. The scene in the tra- I'm just going to flip through some of these still images. The scene in the trailer where she where she's walking through the church. Oh, I hate that. That broad v- daylight. Nobody's act nobody's acting normal. Like somebody <laughs> would intervene. Like hey, just- the voice effect is like, did they just go to like garage band and pick haunted girl? Yeah. It's 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 a voice effect that you see in every straight to streaming horror film. I just mm. I don't um, Mm-hmm. And then, as you can see here, uh, Ellen Burstyn is that her name? Burstyn, Bernstein, um, I think. Burstein, uh, she is um, Reagan's mom, right? Yeah, the, the yep. original. She's returning. Yep. Um, McNeil, do we care? Like, does this does, like just go just objectively, even without seeing this trailer? Like, do you need a new Exorcist movie to have like connect that connective tissue to the original? I cared at first because I think she's a, she's really great in the exorcist. Yeah. Like she is really phenomenal. Like everything she makes everything in that movie seem, I think without her in the original exorcist, you, you would lose a lot of the realistic feel that you have. And it's because she plays it all so 
straight and you can tell like she feels like a real like grieving mother none of mm-hmm. it feels fake but that was like 40 years ago can she still act and then also she's having to do that she doesn't do a lot of acting i don't think right and i don't think that just sticks with you and she's also not dealing with the writing or the directing of the two people who like masterfully put together the original she's dealing with fucking danny mcbride and david gordon green yeah and great people but this exactly is not thing. <laughs> David Brosnan. i literally worship yeah and adore and am super inspired by and have been for a long time by danny mcbride and his writing team and jody hill and like everyone who works on gemstones together um and before that uh working on uh vice principals or uh eastbound and down like i that's that's my comedy troupe that's a, that's the comedy that makes me laugh the most it's just outlandish and inappropriate um i'm watching eastbound and down for the first time right now and i'm on season three and it's so funny to me yeah that's what they do best and then you see notes like in vice principles there's notes of horror and like scary things that happen in that show in like the season two finale um and then you see there are some very scary scenes in uh righteous gemstone so you're like you can see where that adds to something but taking that out and trying to do an entire movie it an entire horror movie i don't i don't know if that's the best idea they've already also announced the sequel to this movie they're, they're going to do a trilogy so universal I don't, like that. I don't like that i don't like that uh feeling or that thought of like we haven't even put together the first one yet but we know we're doing a trilogy we're writing this into a trilogy this movie isn't out yet, and they're like, here's part two. I don't like, like, just make the first thing. Make the first one. Don't write the first with the third in mind. That That is a way. Hey, that's how you get a movie where Michael Myers gets beat up and somebody else is the new Michael Myers. <laughs> right, or <laughs> Batman and Robin. Like, he's just not in the movie for half of it. Like, that's how that shit happens is because you're writing yourself into a hole and you don't know what to do. So you write something stupid. Yeah. Do we, um, do we think, cause like objectively it's just a bad trailer. It's got all the like weird, like it's just bad. Like it just cuts to the girl's, Faces shaking, and I'm like, oh, come it's like, on. Right. What are we doing? Right, right. Especially uh, with the backdrop of seeing Talk to Me right after it, which was, uh, you know, a, well, we're going to get into it, but it was enjoyable and original and all that stuff. So, um, but is there a chance it's just a bad trailer and the movie might be a Let's lot hope. Better? Let's all hope so. Uh, I'll, I'll, give, we'll be I'll seeing give it. it. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and say, sure, that's possible, but this movie is going to suck. This looks so bad. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That was like an Ozzy Osbourne album cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've seen these they things before. Clean in like wealth. Be- like I just don't like the look at this. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like. Look, put this up beside any screen grab of Reagan in the first exorcist. Yeah. And this can go fuck itself. Ex- yes. The fucking original is as good as it is because of the time that it was made in, like the effects that they use being practical and all of those things. It's just, it feels very cheap to like resurrect it like this. And it, yeah, no pun as much as I love, yeah, the team behind 
uh, behind it. I just am. I'm not. This is the grossest it. thing I've ever looked at. This <laughs> I'm looking at right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, this never mind. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I can censor myself sometimes. Say whatever you want. I'm just gonna say. No, it's me. It's fine. It's okay. fine. What is this? Are you, are you getting a? Is that the watch you're getting? You said you wanted a watch. Is that what <laughs> I was. That is? T- is that why watches keep popping up? Watches are popping up. Um, I um, I love the original Exorcist, and and I want to rewatch it. We're gonna rewatch it coming up. Uh, but there's just not much to say about the trailer. It's just it's bullshit. It's uh, like paint by numbers. Like yeah. they put it into a a, a, a trailer making machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like. I don't know. It just wasn't good. And it's kind of surprising because these guys are really serious filmmakers, but it just, I, I can I'll say this. I kind of thought like, Oh, it's a really bad trailer, but this is what the mass studio, you know, movie going sure. audience wants. But then literally we're in the theater today and people are la- like audibly laughing. Like the thing where the music starts coming in little by little is supposed to be really effective, and everyone's just like, just like not, yeah, yeah, yeah dude. The it's the body just, in the blood. Uh, yeah, we the see what you're the blood. doing. The body, body in the, the blood. blood. Body in the blood. It sounds like South Park. If yeah. you're, I don't know. There's something about like having to sh- if you're featuring all uh, the most <laughs> fucked up looking stuff in your trailer. It's kind of like you're, you're almost it, like you're not confident. Like it's like, if you can't, if you can't keep and hide that stuff for the actual movie, well, what, what makes the first, you know, you guys talked about too much. You talked about the subtlety of, um, Rosemary's baby. And what, what I love about the first exorcist is the slow build and how it gets more unsettling. Yeah. That's why this is just like super, like you're just jumping to third base so fast instead of going slow and enjoying Thanks. Yeah, but guys, this time two girls get possessed. That's so dumb. Like, oh, they have a con- two girls have a connection in a hospital. They're gonna both put their hands up on them. A dyad in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, granddaughter. Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pal- these are Palpatine's kids. These He's are got Palpatine's so many grandkids. twins. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah, I just like their heartbeats are in sync. Oh, oh that was the shit. Cool. So bad. It's like where it's like it's borderline. Like, is this a, just supposed to be a funny joke? It doesn't have the terror. It doesn't have the the little details. And listen, I'm, I'm not a oh sorry, Jake, go for it. I was just gonna say I hope Leslie Nielsen shows up. <laughs> De-aged <laughs> CGI AI Leslie oh, Nielsen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, I'm not a religious person. I never have been. So mm-hmm. the exorcist never gets me like on that plane of existence really yeah. but yeah. the original was like this old ass priest and he's over in the desert and he's finding statues and like then you're like in the united states and everything is just fucking creepy and upsetting and anchored and ancient and oh. feels old and as somebody who did grow up in the church where spiritual warfare was something that was like openly accepted and discussed this is it this hearing about this movie and knowing that movies like this existed as a child terrified me and then as an adult seeing it now coming out and you know being my own self and and not being religious it's still really terrifying it taps on those like scars and those wounds and it's because it it seems like the most believable version of a possession and also this movie looks like at some point they were like like is is it like they watched the exorcist and now they're gonna die in seven days like that's what this (laughs) feels like like it feels holy that's Not what happened it. in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How long no, we all did ring around the rosy? What happened was they tried to get Linda Blair's autograph, and she 
put a fucking curse on him. Put a yes, Pazuzu. Sorry, I said payment earlier. I had to correct myself. That's okay. Yeah. Um, different P. It's like they, they that that line in the trailer where he's like, "How long do you think you were gone?" She's like, "A couple of hours." I don't know. It was days. It was three, also, three days. Isn't long enough to be that upset. The scene where um, he's brushing his teeth and she yeah. just shows up and she's like, "What'd you say?" And he's like, "I didn't say anything." <laughs> okay. Now, hey, cutting room floor. There were um, unverified rumors a while back that this movie was testing very poorly and that there was extensive reshoots. Now, you kind of hear that about a lot of movies, but yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't want to believe it. Saw the trailer, and now I am a believer. Nah. This movie looks bad. Nah, dude. Still an atheist. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, Not no. Sorry. We've given this trailer too much time. Let's talk about talk to me. Let's yeah, I want to be here. I want to fucking have fun on this podcast. Let's, All right, do, let's it. do it. 40 minutes in. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just getting them getting them likes. Okay. How are we? Thanks for liking the video. And thank you to those of you who are watching and who are listening later on. Talk to me. A24 new release. Um, I'm going to if you don't if you're not familiar, because I'm I'm not sure when the buzz and the hype really started jacob you talked to me (laughs) i'm sorry that was actually an accident um we talked about this movie about a month before uh comic-con and i you were telling me a story that like or you had seen the trailer and didn't didn't weren't that into it at first i saw that so this movie premiered i think at sundance this right which was it's been a little bit and since then it's been getting some screenings and um, right. a couple couple people I follow have seen it. And some people whose opinion uh, on horror movies, I, you know, I respect. And um, and I've seen a lot of like, hey, this movie is going to fuck you up. And um, I, I remember I saw the trailer. I watched the trailer because I saw all the buzz about it. And I remember being like, yeah, that looks fine. You know, right. But there wasn't anything in the trailer that made me think, holy shit, I need I need to make sure I see this. And it wasn't until I started seeing uh, people talking about it, being like, hey, this movie's pretty great. Yeah. It wasn't until then that I was like, all right, I'm in. I want to see if, if these people are saying this about it, then I'm, I'm into it. I want to see it. And then we found out about the screening at Comic-Con, which we tried to make like – we don't. I, I guess we don't have to go super detailed into that. But long story short, we tried to see this at Comic Con and it f- kind of fell apart, and we we weren't able to. So yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. I have not seen. I never watched the trailer for this movie, so I went into this knowing okay nothing huh? nothing except for that there was a hand on the poster. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I was aware of that. Um and yeah, Comic Con they did a screening. It turned into a complete clusterfuck and. Uh, unfortunately, we were not the only ones who went and got in line and didn't see it. It was a good, yeah, yeah. Um, which was a bummer because we, we, you know, because the hype started happening and the directors did a panel at Comic Con and and so on. So, um, now the directors were there at the screening, we were standing right next to these two guys, these two kids, children. What are they? They're 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 twins, they're twins. I, I think they are. I think they got to be much younger than we are. They were YouTubers. They yep. did. They had like a show that I had never heard of. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a show on TV or if it was a YouTube show, but it's the, this is their first 
It's the first thing they've done other yeah. than that. Right. Show. They had a YouTube channel that got really popular. Michael and Danny. Yeah. Called Raka Raka. Mm-hmm. They're from Australia. Danny and Michael uh, Filippo or Filippo. Um, and yeah, they were there. And I, I was like, guys, should we at least try to get a picture with these directors? What if we end up loving this movie? Uh, <laughs> we, we did. I was like, no, I, I'm going to see Barbie and I'm sad now. Um, <laughs> sad Barbie. Like, I don't want to make it worse, but it was, it was kind of nice. And I don't want to spoil anything about my opinion, but yeah, now I wish I'd taken a picture. Right. Okay. Them. So let's get into it. We probably will get into some spoiler territory. So that's your warning. Talk to me. Came out this week. The hype is real. We saw it in the afternoon. Every theater or every seat packed. Like people, it seems like people are excited about this movie. Um, Jacob, well, let me give a like a high level plot, and then we'll get into some opinions. Okay. The high level plot is um, there's a hand. <laughs> Craig, you have no business doing the high level plot. No, I wanted yeah. to bring this up. I haven't brought this up to you guys all day. You know, okay, when I was a kid, me and my friends would get together, and this is embarrassing and stupid and shows that I was a big dummy. Mm-hmm. When I was 11, 12, we would get together on the weekends, four or five of us, in my bedroom, and we would make ourselves pass out. Did you guys ever do that? Yeah, that was a, that was like a thing in youth group that was like popular. Right. I remember. So you would now, when we go on off while you did it. No, it's like you make yourself <laughs> not like you breathe really heavy, and then somebody like pushes on your neck. So listen, I never did it. My hold brother on, was hold on because that's I've never heard of this. this that's what this movie reminded me of. Well, it's, like it's a, a it's a drug allegory. It, it's right. very, it's a, very, it is very much, and it's played the way, it's played the same way. It's it's kids getting together at a party, doing things they're not supposed to do. They're recording they're, it. it. It literally looks like they're getting high. You know what I mean? Like they're all having fun. They're laughing. They're recording it. Other well, people are, you know, there's like peer pressure. It, it is very much. So that's what I wanted to bring up. The passing out thing. What would happen was you take like 10 deep breaths and you throw your head back and you would hold your your throat like this or somebody else would right and then you would pass out and when you would and it's by the way hold on it's extremely dangerous never do this i'm not advocating this but we did craig you're it's very shocking to me that you did something like that because i feel like you're a little leonardo you you didn't even want me and abby to walk into the abandoned uh casino video uh, game I just wanted to you're go all home. scared but you'll choke yourself until you pass out like so a listen, lunatic but what happens is when you oh when you pass out and you wake from it you'd have an extremely euphoric feeling yeah. over your, your entire blood body. becomes starts rushing through your body right. again because it it's cut off yeah <laughs> yeah dude it, it literally is so that's, that's what that's what this movie reminded me of where like they cut they, they go through this horrible possession and then they come through they're like oh amazing craig's watching this movie and he's like oh fuck i gotta go pass out later <laughs> hey uh, I, gotta, I gotta go get some popcorn real quick cut to me in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> no that's listen. a it's still a really good example though of how peer pressure and things like that build it's like a, oh you're part of you're in with us you're part of the community we're doing something that's secretive like it's a like it's wanna, a hold being on, accepted hold on. Is part i need of it. to clarify something because mm-hmm. the chat this was Everyone's- not uh a sexual gratification thing this was i was like 10 years old i'll never forget my stepbrother did it me and my brother supposed to catch him we were in the front yard and he fell the other way yeah but listen if you were two years older it would have been if you (laughs) knew you could jerk off you would have been jerking off if i knew i was allowed (laughs) 
I'm starting to regret doing this one live. Anyways, um, okay. <laughs> Jacob, can you give me the high level plot? Move along, besides yeah. the the analog to, to doing drugs. Yeah, so there's a hand. Um and that's one of the things I liked about the movie is they don't spend more than 30 seconds explaining what the hand is. There's a mummified hand. Yeah. They don't, I, I don't know how they know it's kind of a lead. It's passed down from owner to owner, basically. And if you, if you grab it and you say, talk to me, you see uh, a spirit. Yeah. And then if you say, I let you in, it possesses you, but you only get like 60 seconds or something bad can happen. And that's it. Uh, somebody does it for more than 60 seconds, and the rest of the movie is bad things happening because of it. Right. That's it. So let me roundtable this question. Jacob, we'll start with you. I'll go to Abigail. Okay. So you liked the movie? Yes. Okay. There's always a point when you're watching a movie, for us, where you have that internal thought where you go, I think I like this. So yeah. at what point... What scene, what character? I can tell the you ca exactly. The cast is really good. It, all unknowns. But well, yeah, what, what was your moment? Bef before, let me say something about the cast. I thought that this movie was the first time in a really, really long time where um, the cast seemed believable. They seemed like actual kids. They were all really good. That is a fucking kid, but all the rest of them are a little older right, than this right, kid. Right. But they all seemed like believable I, I told you this on the phone it reminded me of the original nightmare on elm street with the cast yeah, they all yeah. felt they all felt real and believable and i liked everybody um the moment was this moment uh and and in fact the you know the the first 20 minutes or so i was like okay i, I like this but it's not blowing me away right but when this kid says i want to do it and uh, he does and it goes wrong and he starts freaking out and he's like smashing his head on the table and he tries to pull one of his eyes out that moment. I said, I'm in, this is it. This it is getting, this, this is the moment that kind of, this is literally the moment in the movie where everything starts to really go bad. Yeah. I mean, I had that moment in the opening scene when I saw like, if we're doing full spoilers, it doesn't really matter. Hold on. Watch this. Making a thing. Dead air. Nope, nope. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, no one talk. Talk All to right. me. Well, okay, love it. Here Spoiler. comes the spoilers, folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Opening scene of a party is already heart-poundingly stressful if you're looking for a friend that is you don't know where they are and it's loud and there's strobe lights and I'm sorry, my phone's ringing. Um, it you is. Answer it, it. Yeah, it's probably a telemarketer. Um. So uh, I should talk like to talk me. to damn God it, motherfucker. How do we do the same thing? <laughs> we have the same brain. Um, so for me, yeah, watching somebody rushing around a party, like looking for somebody, having been in situations like that, I was already in. When the dude finds his friend or brother, I can't brother. remember right now. Brother, thank you. Uh, when he finds his brother, he is visibly like has scars and and wounds on his back. He walks out into the kitchen of the party and begins. Uh, he stabs himself in the fucking forehead. Like there's there's a couple things that happened before that. Good opening. Good but opening it is. Scene. Yeah, it is. That yeah. to me is I'm like, that is my A24 open. I want something fucked up. I want it immediately. I want it on the appetizer plate. And I'm sorry. I just saw Hal's comment. I've never answered my call. Hal, you can call me anytime. Uh, so for me, I was like, oh, instant fucking like self-mutilation death. Really 
upsetting in the middle of a party like that a, a love death in the, like an amusement park or in a happy setting at a party yeah. like that like it is just ooh visceral grounding upsetting um so yeah that had me i was like oh i love this movie i like the music it's playing and i like this opening it is uh it grabs you and that's what needs to happen um i was really impressed first time director cinematography was really good the sound design was great that jake that scene you were talking about where the kid's smashing his head on the table is loud and abrupt and terrifying yes and doesn't rely on score to make it scary it's so just, jarring you're just watching a very scary thing happen there's casting, also sorry no go ahead just gonna say casting on that kid which i just looked up a uh, joe bird plays riley that it was like the best casting like that is a kid who already you look at him and you're like oh, i kind of feel some sympathy for this kid like he seems like he's probably like a little bit of a you know on the outskirts um getting picked on and then when you see his vulnerability and the evil taking over and entering even when you see before it before he does that when um when uh mia's doing it and she says i'll split you or whatever she repeats over and over that's i was like this kid is this is good like he's getting the worst of, of everything in this movie and i know that's going to happen and it, and it did but it was more terrifying than i anticipated it being um yeah, yeah. continue I was just going to say the effects also are really well done. It's nice and it's got some gross moments and it, it, I didn't think it was like too over the top gross, but it, uh, it's very visceral. And then I also thought when you start seeing the, the ghosts that you're seeing, they're all very well done. The one that's like the fat, there's like a, it's like one of the first ones you see, it's like a fat, woman who's one of her eyes is like oh, yeah. looking yeah. the wrong way and and I was like what I was like that fucking looks cool and then like the old one that's in the wheelchair later on I was mm -hmm. like they they did such a good job on the oh dude the woman the the proportions the they all look cool so mm -hmm. by the way I liked this movie a lot but there's nothing about podcasting i love more than like your guys enthusiasm is getting me even more excited that we got to see a good movie like, i was so, so happy to see a good movie yeah like you take a risk when you go out to a theater honestly to leave your home you don't know what you're going into <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen There's people out there. out there um and then when you see them see a movie and it's not as great as you thought it can be a bit of a letdown and it definitely does affect me but hey. to see something that i'm like holy fucking shit i am i have my arms over my head i'm like holding my knees and having to look away from scenes there was the woman sucking on the guy's foot sucking on the foot the kangaroo in the beginning with the groans. Theater, was, theater was laughing at the toes and my theater was laughing so hard and i think it was meant to be there's some funny moments in this mm -hmm. movie, right right which i thought were really well done because they felt like natural funny moments and not like uh like let's throw a joke in here, right? Um, right. But the moment where th whatever I I can't remember the characters Daniel when Daniel's like jerking off basically he's like a demon and he starts mm -hmm. oh like, when off and they're all filming the him laughing at him and he's making so, out with the dog when he's making out with the dog but it was also gross like I mean oh, it's bestiality it so, yeah it's disgusting it was disturbing yeah. and um, um it is very disturbing but I just wanted I like to that heart dog though <sighs> poor dog um. Well, you know what? Maybe I had a good time. I don't know. Sorry. Probably shouldn't comment on that. But what I was going probably, to comment. Probably probably not actually making out with dogs. Probably right. some CGI happening there. That's good. No animals were harmed that. in the making yeah. of this movie. Um, yeah. What I was going to hit on, though, is 
you mentioned the humor being really real and believable. There were some scenes, many scenes actually throughout this movie that were grounded in so much emotion and so much grief and gravity and like human emotion being exchanged in such a believable way. It's the first time I've ever seen a horror movie that had me shedding tears. Whoa, I'm look at, sorry. <clears throat> no, I've okay. never seen this image. Me either. That is emotions. insane. I cannot believe that was a post. I, that, that's something I'm glad I didn't see before I saw it. Right, this movie. right. That, Maybe I'll horrible. take it off the screen. Mm -hmm. Spoiler. Yeah, you didn't. The spoiler thing's on. I anyway. out spoilers. I'm going to hey, talk man. about the ending in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get played like a little violin when I go to movies. I want to be like laughing, crying, um, scared, and surprised. I want to feel all those emotions. So with this, to be able to go from like, Oh my God, I'm relating to this character who's experiencing grief from the loss of a parent. Like th that's hitting me and I'm crying. Um, but then I'm like <gasps> scared shitless. Like I have not had that like vacillation between those two before. And I really like, I really enjoyed it. It made for a gratifying movie experience. Um, I want to highlight the cast is really good. I, I agree with you on that, um, uh, Jacob. But I think um, Sophie Wilde, who plays um, the main character, uh, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. It's kind of a, like total, her name's Mia getting into total spoiler territory here, uh, a complex character. It's not a cut and dry final girl. Like there's a lot of, um, she's not a final girl. She's not a final girl <laughs> but, Literally. at all, but Sorry, it's like, she, but she, she, there isn't a final girl, but she, she's, um, she's like possessed, but she's not. And she's trying to figure it out while still like continuing to like, I don't know. Like, I, I want to see it again to kind of pick apart the what's actually happening. I think though she was really good. It was a, really well casted, um, great performance. I thought her chemistry with uh, what was the the younger brother was great. I thought her yeah. chemistry with the with Daniel Riley. With, with Riley and Daniel was great. So yeah. Um, so the whole cast was was really good. And like, it's that thing with modern horror where like even though it's like low budget first time directors, like it doesn't, you don't feel that it doesn't feel like they cut corners. Like everybody's really talented. No. Cause the story's so good. It's like, she's not, you could be like on the surface and be like, yeah, she's possessed or she's haunted by grief that she can't come to terms with. And by ignoring it and not being able to accept what happened to her mother, she continues like in, in this pattern of like addiction and, and pain and hurting. And, I think that stuff's like so much better, so much richer story material than just like it's a demon or something like that. Like well, there was like it, but it also so the 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 one question that I had that I was left with watching this movie was that so she's talking to her, her mom is her mom has died right before the movie happens. Right. Mm -hmm. She sees her mom when she does the hand thing. So right. she wants to keep doing it. She's talking to her mom. She think, you know, she's seeing like an undead version of her mom, the whole movie. Right. But the thing is, this is something they never really answer. Was that actually her mom? Like was, was it her mom? So the, the two options are either it wasn't her mom and it was just something fucking with her or it was her mom. And the, the whole thing is that once you pass on to this plane, it corrupts you in turn. Cause they're all, mm -hmm. all the ghosts are evil in this. They're right, all, they right. all have bad motivations, 
So is it when we die, we just become these awful creatures that just prey on the living? Or was that a demon that just knew that she was going through something and was pretending to be her mom the whole time? Right. Don't know. That's something that Craig was asking on the, he was like, I was a little bit confused about the, um, the mother and the father relationship. Um, and how that, and I think that it, <clears throat> it is almost that confusion that drives you to madness of questions of losing a close family member and what led to that and what put them in that position. And that's why the hands and the fingernails were so haunting right. to me. Cause she's, she probably is struggling to accept how, how her mom, who, when you see the videos of her and her mom together, it, I was crying because they were really well acted scenes that just felt so real. And w- when you see that you can, um, it's sorry, I lost my train of thought a little bit. Um, it's been a long day, but yeah, when when you see those things, it makes it even more terrifying, and it makes it even sadder to think like, how could this person kill themselves? How could they take their own right. life? Was it and accidental? Like Was that, it on purpose? That's the yeah. The, the part you know, listen, I only saw the movie once. It was a couple hours ago, but when the dad is reading her like the suicide note and telling her, oh, your mom actually killed herself, and then she goes to her room, and then the, her mom says, hey, he's lying to you. That's not your actual dad. And then there's two versions of the dad, and she killed... Like, mm-hmm. I, well, I don't... Are you confused? Are you confused by that? I'm not... Con- I'm not... Well, I know she... Yeah, I think I am a little confused. There's only one version of the dad. Oh, the, right, the, right. The dad that's trying to kill her is not real. Yeah, that's exactly the true. The ghost is tricking her into killing her dad. Right. Yes, yes. It's the right. same thing that happens... subconscious. Even though you don't know it specifically, it's the same thing that happens in the opening. The guy kills his, bro- stabs his brother in the chest, and then stabs mm. himself. Something right. is talking him into doing that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The mom killed herself. That letter is a suicide that was note. It yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. It is a suicide note. The ghost version of the mom is just preying on the daughter. And she's like, no, I would never kill myself because I want to be with you. And because she Mm -hmm. tells her that she doesn't, it's, it's causing, it's causing her to not believe her dad, even though her dad is there and alive and has a real note. And the mom that she's listening to is a fucking ghost. Yeah. Which is also an allegory. Like you were saying, a metaphor for, for drug use and for being completely checked out and not being able to, to believe what's true and for having your own version of things in your head. And also, yeah. And just not being able to discern from what's real and what's not Mm -hmm. Uh, being kind of lost in your own reality, which Mm -hmm. is all very scary and being caught up in like the, uh, the peer pressure of it just, I know that kind of is more the beginning of the film, but like the, the everybody filming you, let's all do it type of thing. But I, I want to talk about what is the thing. So in, if you read anybody's reviews of this movie, they, they're like, Hey, this movie has a lot of like existential. They're like, it's mm-hmm. very scary. And, and, and they're like, it's scary on a different level. It's not scary because a ghost jumped out at you. It's scary right. on a on a thoughtful level. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like wondering what that meant. Um, and that is the, the best part of the movie is that stuff when it happens. And it doesn't, they don't start kind of cluing you into it until Riley's in the hospital. Right. And you, there's a scene where, you know, anytime Riley... So he, you know, he hurts himself when he does the hand thing. He's in the hospital. And anytime he kind of comes to, he tries to kill himself. Right. And you're like, what is happening? Why is he doing this? What's the deal? But then you get like a glimpse of like what's 
kind of like the afterlife for him. And he's just being tortured by he's here. His body's here. Yeah. But there's, it's like Hellraiser horrible afterlife happening where these ghosts are just trying to, uh, I don't know what they're doing. It's they're like just, a Dante's what, Inferno level yeah, of torture and torturing him. And um, this made me think about. I know what you're going to say. What What am I going to say? Revival. Is that what that book is? Do you just want to do it? Do you want to just do my speech for me? You want no, because I have never read it, but I. This but made me think of revival. It yes, did because that's you, the whole you. plot of re- that's the plot of revival. Basically, when you get to the end of revival, the big, uh, hey, spoilers for revival. Yeah, should we the put big, up another? <laughs> no, I just said it. Spoilers for revival. We'll the, put that one um, up again. Sure. The, the 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 kind of big twist at the end of revival is that a character sees what the afterlife is, and it's an afterlife that everybody's going to experience. No heaven, no hell. This is the afterlife, and it's awful for everybody. It's nothing but torture for eternity by by creatures. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie does. This movie yeah. is the same thing. It shows you like, hey, afterlife seems to be real, and it's this. It's awful. It's going to twist you into some weird creature. <clears throat> And mm-hmm. you're the only thing you're going to want to do is prey on whatever you can. Let and me comment on this. Or be put out of your misery. Yeah. And that's the part of the movie. That's that's psychologically scary. terrifying. The more, t- the most, the, the end of the movie is lit is so fucking hold on. Perfect. Hold on. Before we get there though, cause I, this scene is so, so Riley is in the hospital and this is the, the, the boy who keeps trying to kill himself and he's banging his head on the table. Um, when Mia is in there and she encounters the young girl, it's very scary. Like it's already unsettling. And she says, take me to him. So he's, you see him in the hospital bed and he's completely like unconscious in a coma, in a coma. The scene you're describing. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, the scene you're describing where they show him being tortured by all these demons or souls or whatever is quite literally one of the scariest things I've ever seen. I cannot wait to go. I want to, I want to screen cap it. It's It's very quick. quick. Yeah. Um, and it's unsettling and it is that existential thought of what if, you know, the next plane of existence were to be the just the worst amount of pain and torture that you could ever imagine. Which, by the way, like you're no, describing my childhood, like growing up thinking that's that what that I'm was saying, real. Like, all joking aside, like that is the the essence of why people turn to religion because they're tricked into thinking that that is what happens, and there's something you're supposed to do here. Fear uh, is a tremendous motivator for people. Yes, right. so it's anyways. been used to manipulate people for a long um, time. But Jacob, like, where where do you think? Um, well, before we get to that, let's, let's actually talk about, about the ending. Cause the ending was really well executed as well. Um, yeah, it's like a real, it's, it's straight out of my nightmares to be like isolated and shut off from connectivity with people and to be trapped in a, in a plane of existence where you're alone, just left with your own, like you're a hat, you're not, you're just a ghost of, of who you were and all it, that stuff. Literally that felt like dreams I've had. It was terrifying and to see it on a screen and as 
uh, as well executed as it was. I, I loved right. it. I thought it was a fucking impactful ending. Well, earlier in the movie, she says she's having this reoccurring dream where she's looking into a mirror, but there's nothing there, which was like good right. foreshadowing. But yeah, uh, Jacob, what did you think of the way that the the ending played out? Oh, uh, I I love the ending. The ending's great. I, I like a good bleak ending. Uh, and the way they did it where she, you know, something happens. There's a little bit of a car accident type deal. She's in the road. It's not explicit what just happened. You're like, oh, she's alive. She's getting up. She's walking back. Mm-hmm. But then things get weird. You're like, I instantly was like, oh, she's dead. She just died. She got, she's dead. She's dead in the road. And, um, and, and it's confirmation that that's what your afterlife is. Like, that's what the, the end of this movie is confirmation that the afterlife is you're now People shutting the lights off in this plane. You're, you're gonna, she's going to transform into one of those creatures, like whatever those ghosts are, those, that's us. That's what we are when we die. And that's, what's going to happen to her. And they show you that by having her do the hand thing, right. Right. Being on the other side of it. And that's how the movie ends. So by the way, Jake, I like how you say you like a bleak ending. Let's go to one comment from Mike Davis. My uncle died once and was brought back. He said he didn't see anything, just complete darkness, which seems better than how this movie (laughs) <laughs> like it seems like a better option right um i i agree like it kind of fucked me up and I, what i kept thinking of for for young first-time writers and directors like I, I haven't watched any interviews or anything with them but i do wonder like because jake when i saw that well, scene one of them read revival <laughs> you think so you think it's like <laughs> i think one or both of them read revival and was like oh sh-. it probably got them think you know that right. I, it had to be one of their influences because it's it, it's not the same. The thing that happens, it's the idea of, oh, the afterlife is going to be, there's no choice. It's everybody's going everybody's to experience it and it's bad. That is, that's just a general, I'm not saying Stephen King uh, created that thought. It's a very general thought, but it just, it reminded me of Revival a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so we all liked it. Um, I think it's something I'm going to watch again. It's nice to see a younger Gen Z led horror movie that can. See, I think I didn't very, hate everybody. Right. That was uh, I didn't, refreshing. I didn't like everybody. Um, there might be one character that I hated, I but usually in these kind of movies, I hate everybody. And I'm like, right. I want all these people to die. You know, usually that's what you're thinking. Right. Yeah. But I, I didn't, I, I don't, I was with it. I was into it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and that's something that makes it unique and special and like relatable. And that's just not something you get with most horror movies. I think like the, award shows and stuff usually kind of snub horror and say that it's like all cheap but Stephen King has been writing horror in a way that has like makes you cry and you fall in love with characters and you read things that are just like too fantastic to to imagine and too disturbing and that's the stuff I chase and that's what I go after and so to see a movie that like digs into that is um I was just so happy to see it and I think that um their inspiration was probably from something like like you're saying, Jacob, uh, like revival. And that's who, yeah. I remember writing a paper on, uh, Dante's Inferno and I had to create my own level of hell and like it was for school and it's well, that just, sounds fun. Yeah. I described I'm like gonna, the DMV. I'm going to do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, w- it was a fun, I remember it was like a, a poignant paper that I wrote. It's a lot um, like Earth now. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's but going it's, to the movies and dealing. I was like, it smells like piss everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It smells like piss. That was a degrees. Note. A lot of babies. Hundred degrees is the hottest thing I could think of. In yeah, South yeah. Georgia. And the podcast never ends. There's no water. Uh, yeah. You keep going. You just keep podcasting. Hey, um, I do want to. Um, so really good thoughts. Awesome. Like it, what? What's always exciting when you get two new filmmakers, a new filmmaker who do something really cool. You know they're going to get some heat. What are they going to do next? Like I know that's happened with the guy who did Barbarian and and everything else so like it'll be interesting um and from from the little i've seen with these guys they're they're big horror guys and they they love their horror so won't be surprised if these guys turn out a, another uh another horror movie but let's let's bring this home with with answering the question where is this i mean we've only seen it once um there's been a lot of great movies out there there's been some really interesting and monumental horror movies that have come out over the last five or six years, Hereditary, Midsummer, obviously Barbarian, and even things like the new Evil Dead were, were like really fun. Um, where where are we thinking? Is this how did the hype affect your viewing of this, uh, Jacob? I think the hype hurt it a little bit, honestly. I, I think I think if I would have saw this movie, I, I liked the movie. I liked it, and I will rewatch it. Um, but if I would have saw this and didn't read people saying this is the best horror movie in you know five years and and oh it's really gonna fuck you up and like if I saw it then I maybe would have thought that too I would have been right. like oh fuck this is great um, but I was like instead there was like a point twenty minutes in where I was like mm, that reviewer might be wrong you know like I, I was like this is good but it's not like it didn't blow me away right away. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like as soon as it start when her, when you watched, when I watched hereditary for the first time, immediately I was like, I want to go home. You know what I mean? Like immediately this movie, it, it takes a little bit to get you to that spot. It's interesting and it's fun at first, but it took me a, you know, a bit before I was like, Oh shit, this is serious. So, right. I think I always think hype hurts. I think it always hurts because nothing can live up to a bunch of people being like, it's the best thing I've ever seen. Nothing lives up to that. It just doesn't. So I think you have to be, I've said that before. You got to be careful, like talking about movies because it just gets in people's heads and you're just like, well, it wasn't as good as they said or or you said. So, yeah, basically what I have to say about all that is don't talk to me. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to follow you. I don't know what's what uh, outlets or sources you were following, Jacob. I'm sure that it's like, um, you know, everyone's excited when they when there's something that's big and that. Uh, is- what happens a lot, especially in horror, because everybody's always looking for the. Well, next if you're just TV. looking for the most fucked yeah. up thing, like, sure, I guess that's if that's what you're chasing after. But I'm chasing after something more than that. I'm chasing after something that has like a deeper meaning that's thoughtful that might like help me to to experience catharsis or like open my brain up in a different direction um, into a place. Maybe that's the most terrifying, maybe because I just want that shock or that jolt. Um, And, and for that reason, I, I thought there was real characters, a real family dynamic that real characters that you loved and wanted to protect and you didn't want to see them hurt. And as you watch the cycle continue, it was, it was scary and it got, confusing a little bit like not in the way like i didn't know what was going on but like you're literally like i it's just it was just amazing is how i feel i really loved this movie i think that it it rests highly 
in my top five <clears throat> of A24 movies. I'd say like Midsummer, Hereditary. Uh, this might be after bodies, that. bodies, 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 bodies. Fuck that movie. That was another like party movie with kids getting together and it just did not execute and didn't achieve. Sorry, I watched that movie on a plane and just fucking hated it. Um, <laughs> but I loved talk to me. I absolutely loved it. Um, Here's I what say I'll go say. See it. Yeah, this concept could be in the wrong hands could be the worst movie of all time. You know, that's what right. I was a little bit worried at first. I was like, oh, I got this hand. There was fucking doing this hand thing and then everyone's getting no all that shit was grounded their in the eyes all dilated on the phone it was like ah, was but just, that was also so so that grabbed me i was like oh my no, god i it, see i knew nothing about this so seeing that i was like wait a minute that's fucked it, up wait a all, minute that's fucked up all seriousness this is what i'll say um really good enjoyed it better than most modern horror movies that i've seen um i it's kind of like there with barbarian like really liked it mm-hmm. fun scary surprising i hereditary gave me more actual existential crisis and anxiety than any movie I've ever seen in my life, especially like the first 45 minutes are fucking like so t- and that's Ari Eister, like the guy's on a completely different level. Um, so I think it's unfair when people, everybody just wants to say the best horror movie since Hereditary. They're different movies, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. appreciate on different levels because yeah, Hereditary is not something that I want. I have not rewatched Hereditary. It sounds, it was the first time was enough for me. Bad. What'd you say? It's, I've, I've rewatched it a few times and it's just as bad. It's just, it gets you just as much. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't let up to me. It's weird because every time it's weird because I will be in a bad mood and I'll put Midsummer on and it makes me feel better. Yeah, it's I said that fucked, the movie's still fucked up, but I watch it with a smile on my yeah, face. Yeah, I, I but said hereditary that will, will fu- it will it'll totally fuck you up without. Yeah, fun. yeah it'd, I it'd make me pass out like Craig. Yeah, a little choking thing. <laughs> Hey, you guys need to watch I was Afraid. I know, I I do. I was talking to someone. Like, it's rentable now. Yeah. Quit doing your choking games. Quit doing your goddamn choking games. No, we don't condone Um, anything, but we also don't shame anyone. No, whatever you're into, just don't die. Um, Hey, guys. Don't die. Let's all give a round of applause to talk to me. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really well done. Scary, disturbing, upsetting. Uh, funny when it needed to be, but took itself very seriously mm-hmm. and, I, and 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 still grounded. A little even gross. a little gross. Hey, and here I'm going to say something. Gross. One, say one more, one more thing about there are two moments in the movie that I mentioned: the toe sucking mm. and the making out with the dog slash whatever that scene was. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things in movies is when listen. Um, this is not me saying, oh, I liked watching a guy make out with a dog. That's It's gross. But I like when the gross things are also funny. You right. know what I mean? Like when something's right. gross, but it makes you laugh. Right. And it's like, oh, fuck. I can't. Like, I like that kind of gross out thing. And this yeah. movie's got a little bit of that in it. And I also thought that scene was cool because everybody's completely freaked out and in shock. And then yeah. once that wears down, everyone's like, do it again. You laughed about insane. it. They did it again. Yeah, he yeah, did it yeah. again. So. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, that was yeah, that was deeply messed up on just so many levels. Yeah. Well, listen, we appreciate you guys being here, hanging out with us. Um. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Stay tuned for more from YHS Podcast, and uh, we'll be back with Ghostbusters Radio Live. More movie reviews, more Patreon breakdowns. So if you want to be part of the Patreon, you can join us at Patreon.com/slash Yes Have Some. And uh, we thank you for being here. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. We got some really fun stuff coming up. 
Abigail, I'll give you the final thought since you had the the uh, emotional connection to this movie and you really loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what uh what do you what are your parting words? I want more of these movies. Uh, I this is talk to me too. I want talk to me too. I want talk to me the game talk, girl talk, talk to, to me. me talk, talk to, to me. me just when you thought it was safe to <laughs> shake that thing's hand. <laughs> talk back, talk boy. Everything. I, I want all of that stuff. I'm I feel really relieved because I felt like I was missing out the night in uh at Comic Con where I didn't get to see this movie. Right. Oh. It sort of tainted my viewing of Barbie, but I'll get into that later. Oh hey, Barbie's another movie that uh hype hurt, I think. It, it yeah. hurt it for me, the hype did. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Look, Look who's talking, talking to me too. Look who's talking I to me that. too. That's funny. The hands like the hands got the, hey. The the hands voiced by Bruce Willis now. Oh. Um. <laughs> no. Nope, 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 nope. None, none of that. None of that. Yeah, give me quality horror movies that are like grounded and have real emotionally relatable subject matter and great actors and like completely fucked up stuff that i haven't seen i chase after those messed up movies i love them like you do jacob and it's this movie has real stuff real trauma real grief and real horror Fuck and yeah. i really loved it hey i'm gonna end on one new segment that i just made up and i don't want to put you guys on the spot but this segment is called hey what's next so i'm gonna ask each of you what is the next piece of media be it television film music something that you're very excited about consuming and uh I can start since I just put you guys on the spot. Okay. Um, I think my very next piece of media I'm excited about will be the season finale of The Righteous Gemstones. Did I steal yours? Yeah, you stole one. I stole well, it. I still have a backup. This is an easy question, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm also very excited to go see Oppenheimer tomorrow night at the Plaza Theater in 70 millimeter. It's going to be a movie-going hey, experience. At least it's going to be a fun movie-going experience at a cool yes. theater in 70 millimeter. That. Maybe we'll make it better for me. That seems like <laughs> not see. the best. I love the Plaza Theater. That seems like not the best theater you want to watch that kind of movie on. You're right. Let's go see. Seems IMAX. like you want to see that in an IMAX. Have we already bought the tickets? No. Okay. Don't. Well, yeah, don't I keep let doing me change IMAX. your mind. I'm just. No, no, no. I just no, wanted I to see this. I personally, there's. It's, I'm. Mean, it's tough for me to get excited about Oppenheimer. I'm. I'm not. Um, I'm probably gonna. But, I'm probably gonna. Pa- I'm probably gonna pass on that until it comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm most excited for Mutant Mayhem since you took Gemstones finale. Yeah. I'm really excited to see the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie. I got spoiled on something on it today. I was so fucking mad. Don't tell us. I'm not going to, but I just want to let you guys know I saw something and I was mad. <laughs> Y'all need to stop looking for it. I wasn't. The internet gives it to you. Get off the internet, dude. Get off the damn internet. Get off all you that. saw that Rolex ad earlier. That's what this movie was about. Don't use your phone. All right, Jacob. Last thing, what do you what are you excited about? What's next? Oh well, there's a lot of movies coming out this next week. Like you you mentioned earlier, I'm gonna go see um, Haunted Mansion and, and and the Meg next week. But I think it's probably there's a movie that came out. We have not talked about this movie at all, and uh, it it became rentable while we were in California. And I'm gonna watch it tonight. But this movie uh, is it called Fool's Paradise, which is the Charlie Day oh, Charlie right. Day yeah. Charlie Day wrote a movie and directed it. And it looks kind of bonkers and it looks really fun. And it's got like a really like kind of wild cast. Uh, and I'm going to watch that tonight and I'm excited about seeing it. Awesome. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, guys, you can leave a comment. Let us know what you're excited about in movies and television. And uh, until next time. Woo. Hey, next week. 
I got a package in the mail, uh, which I just like that it says Ultimate 84 and has the Ghost. Since we're going to do a Ghostbusters Radio Live next week, um, we're going to show these off and review these. Uh, these are the, they're like the Ecto-1, like ultimate decals that are, uh, you know, the most accurate decals that have been put out. Uh, it's uh, I th- Let's Run Some Red Lights on Instagram makes these. Okay, cool. And um, he's he sent me some, so uh, well, I'm gonna open. I haven't opened them and checked them out yet, but we're gonna like open them and uh, we're gonna review them on the show next week. Sweet, cool. I want to open some. Um, well, that sounds good. All right, everybody, have a great night, have a great weekend, and we will see you next time for Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner. My name's Craig Goldberg. Saying, if the hand is reaching out, you're gonna do this. <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me. What's the second I let line? you in. I let you in. I let you in. I don't let you in. Stay away. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Don't go to that party. Thank you so much for joining YHS Podcast for another episode. If you are a fan of what we do here and you want even more, you're going to want to get in on the Yes Have Some Podcast Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash Yes Have Some. For as little as $5 a month, you are going to gain complete access to our three-year audio archive of bonus audio content. It is absolutely amazing. We have weekly bonus audio episodes, including Extreme Toy Anxiety, which you're going to hear, which is the bonus toy and action figure talk that we do with our great friend Ryan Dole from the Toy Anxiety channel. Not to mention exclusive access to the YHS Discord where you can have enlightened conversation with like-minded folks about all of your favorite stuff, including the upcoming build-up and release of a brand new Ghostbusters movie and so much more. Also, we have the YHS Instagram that is exclusive for Patreon. It, we have got the regular Instagram and then we got the Patreon Instagram. So there's a lot that comes with it for five bucks a month. If you want to get in on it and you want to support us, we would appreciate it. So head over to Yes Have Some's Patreon page at patreon.com slash yeshavesome.